Now, I told a few people who could not be here today, is there any way we can hear today's message? So I'm recording today's message, and I'll make it available. We'll send it out so uh, you can't fall asleep some night. You can listen to it one more time or whatever. But I want to start with our Concordia High School class of 1962 and their motto. Onward, ever, backwards, never. Or as a few wiseacres in our class often said, onward, ever, backward, never, faster, faster, till we die, or something along those lines. Now, as I was thinking about this, I wondered, how did a bunch of 17 and 18-year-old high school students ever come up with a motto like this? And I finally decided the only way this could have happened would have been purely through the guidance of God by the power of the Holy Spirit, because we were not bright enough to do something like that. In spite of the fact it's a pretty bright class. But somewhere in the back of my mind, I wondered, could it possibly be that this group of 17 and 18 year old people actually knew some words from Scripture? And the words that came to mind... We're from Philippians chapter 2, or Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. Let me read these to you. I'm going to make a few comments in here. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on. I press on. I can stop there. What is it? That's onward ever. I'm pressing on. And we've been pressing on, many of us, for, well, we're creeping up on those 80-year birthdays. I'm going to press on for that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. All that says to me is we didn't do this on our own, that somewhere along the line, the Lord was dragging us, pulling us, kicking us, whatever, and saying, move forward in the kingdom. You're part of my family, onward ever. It says, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind... And when you get to be my age, you start forgetting some things unless you gather with a group of people like this and they drag up all kinds of stuff about your past when you're in high school that you don't remember anymore, but you get all the blame for. You forget what's behind and you strain toward what is ahead. That's the backward never part of this. And so I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This is not the end. In other words, we still have a goal to reach. Now, we acknowledge that there are any number of people from our class have already reached that goal. They have celebrated their heavenly home going. And I know it's kind of a morbid thought, but guess what? Sooner or later, God's going to call us home as well. But I think when we think about onward, ever, backward, never, this is what happens to a group of people uh, who have what I call a vision, a mission, and a passion. We have a vision of the past. I think we had a pretty good identity of who we were as a class. We had a strong class identity. We knew that we were young children, but we knew that we were young children of Christ. At the same time, we had kind of a vision of our present. We kind of knew who we were from the get-go. We struck out an identity for this class early on, way back in 1958, I guess it would be. And we always had a vision of the future. And that is where we were headed, our ultimate goal in life. Now, it happens, that kind of stuff happens when you follow a challenging mission. 
It's a mission that's laid out by Jesus. And I've always said, yeah, this is a great co-mission. God always says, we're going to do this together. It's a great go-mission, but it's not an omission. We don't have any way of saying we're not going to be willing to march forward as Christ followers. And so we live by a Holy Spirit passion. There's a fire in our hearts. And as I, as I read through a book, like many of you did, I, I identified the passion of this class when it came to serving other people in the name of Jesus. There's another Bible passage that comes to mind to me. It's one of my favorites. It's Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And it says, you will receive power. Now, the Greek word for that is dunamis, which is dynamite. You're going to receive dynamite. I don't know whether you actually think about this, but you know what time you guys were baptized, whenever that would have been, uh, God put dynamite in your life because the Holy Spirit came to bear in your life. I baptize you what? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Boom! You were delivered dynamite. You now have power to go onward and never backwards. Now, you think about this verse as it goes on. It says, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, that's your baptism, or whenever it took place in your life, you will be my witnesses. Now, I, I had to look this up a long time ago, but I realized the Greek word for witness is not quite what I had thought it would be. I just thought I would have an opportunity as I went onward ever, backward, never to share Jesus with a few people, probably a few fellow Lutherans who knew something, maybe a few other people. But that Greek word is martyrs, where we get the word martyr. We've been called to be martyrs. In other words, sharing the faith is not always easy. Sometimes you're going to get feedback. Sometimes you're going to get pushback. But nonetheless, we've been called to do that. And he says, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Some of, have been to, some of us have been to the ends of the earth. Now, the class of 62 and a few other people that are gathered here today, uh, there is much we're able to do when we acknowledge what God has done in our lives. And when we acknowledge what he's doing to us right now, because... I got news for you. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. And I'm not saying that because I'm one of very few people still working. But we're not done yet with what God has called us in this onward, ever, backward, never challenge. And we need to acknowledge what he's going to do until he calls us home. You know, through his guidance and will, you know, we as Christ followers have been able to do some extremely creative things and imaginative things for the kingdom. As I reflect back on the class of 1962, I take note of how this is. I just wrote down a few things. Listen to this. We have singers, athletes, state champions, coaches, Hall of Famers, teachers, writers, musicians, organists, choir directors, prison ministers, business consultants, housewives, loving mothers, fathers, grandparents, probably some of your great-grandparents by now, or even great-great-great-grandparents, managers of business, salespeople, military vets, tech people, missionaries, public servants, and one pastor. That's quite a list of people who got out of a high school and said, onward ever, backwards never. And the life and legacy of this class is hard to summarize But I think we need to acknowledge somebody in our class. This 230-page summary of this group of people is unbelievable. Onward ever, backward never. And I think it would be good just to acknowledge Jeanette. But friends, all of us here today have been called uh, to be less self-centered. 
And, you know, as I listen to your stories and know what many of you have done, and particularly as I read through this book, and as my wife read this book on our way down from Branson, or up from Branson yesterday, she kept saying, who is this and who is this and what did this mean and what did this mean? Uh, you find out uh, that uh, this group has been not self-centered, but has always been other people-centered. And in, the, in that light, let me point out that this class, like many others, has a scholarship, an endowment fund. I was looking back, and I think it's here in this book. Where's Jim? Jim Vogel made this motion many years ago. That's probably because he knew he was going to have a ton of kids that were going to come to this school. <laughs> he had this amazing foresight at this time. But it was his nomination or his motion at a class meeting. We always sat alphabetically. We should have done that today. Uh, to put together an endowment set up for future generations. It's been onward, ever, backward, never for us, but why not the same thing for future generations? To plant more church workers, more dedicated Christ followers. The solo Deo Gloria. And in fact, uh, we're going to take an offering for that on the way out this morning. Somebody's going to be back there to fleece the sheep, or not fleece the sheep, but to collect an offering today from you uh, for that. It's amazing to me how this group of people has been called to be concerned for all human beings. As I read through this book, I just see all kinds of stories uh, that we have acknowledged people to be brothers and sisters, whether they were in the faith or out of the faith, but by golly, they were going to learn about our faith because that's what's pushed us that far. See, this is done for no selfish reason other than the fact that we know that God expects us to act this way. We have no other calling than the calling that Christ has on our life. I mean, his desire is that all come to the knowledge of the truth and the truth we find in Christ Jesus. And so as Christ followers, one of the mantras I've been uh, sharing for the last number of years, particularly as we have all kinds of problems within our government and with our society. And as a person who follows on Facebook, so many times I see people, Christ followers, who are pretty nasty. And so I kind of come up with this little comment said, we are not called to be condemners of people. We are called to be gospelers of people, to speak the truth into people's lives, because we know what the truth in, of Jesus in our lives has meant for us. Now, there's a song that has played a major role in my life and the life of my family. If I were to get to sing this in August when my wife's mother turns 100 because she loves this song. And uh, I think anybody who's a Christ follower probably maybe knows this. I just want to read a part of this. It was sung by a guy by the name of Steve Green. After all our hopes and dreams have come and gone, and our children sift through all we've left behind, may the clues that they discover and the memories they uncover become the light that leads them to the road we each must find. Oh, may all who come behind us find us faithful. May the fire of our devotion light their way. And may the footprints that we leave lead them to believe and the lives we live inspire them to obey. Oh, may all who come behind us find us faithful. That's why we say, don't look back. Keep pressing on. Or as we said in 1962, onward ever Backwards, never. And to this we have been called. We have one more hymn. What is it? Oh, it's uh, 
941, is it? Onward, Christian soldiers. Well, if it's onward, Christian soldiers, we might as well stand and be soldiers. Why don't we stand and sing that song? Oh, it is? What's 941? I'm sorry. It's a different one. We're going to do 941. What? Uh, he said that he had to dink around with somebody else's organ. He didn't want to bother with it. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing what he said when I told him the same thing. <laughs> right. Right. 